0: me now, stress me down, trust me how, stress me, stress me now, trust me down, trust me how,
1: stress. all right, welcome y'all, welcome back to Hip-Hot Heads. I'm your host, Snow Sage, along with Novak. As always, we are back from hiatus, and what a better time than now to talk about some of our favorite hip hop culture moments, as we always do. And we've been uh, we've been watching a lot of verses during the
0: hiatus, so
1: <laughs> it's been it's been uh, it's been time to kind of like weigh in at it all. And we got a guest here um me and my guy here wolf we go way back way back in the days to the 90s hip-hop era for show sure. um wolf man welcome to the show bro
2: hey happy to be here thanks for having me on guys welcome
1: yeah man you're the one who actually kind of posed this um topic my way not long ago about you know like the verses effect and you know like is it relevant to the culture and i know we're definitely going to get into a lot of our um a lot of our kind of like hot takes on verses overall but um just to step back a bit bro like i, I know man you used to you used to um do your thing on the ones and twos um back back in the day bro um i know uh, every now and then you, you you uh you know blow the dust off and you know cut the wax from time to time what's what's going on bro you still digging in the crates or what
2: yeah man i yes yeah that, that that's something that doesn't uh that's that's a hard habit to kick, you know. And, you know, like started doing that as a as a teenager, and um, you know, went on through you know my early twenty, mid twenties, doing bars and clubs, and then just kind of slowly backed away from it because you know my job demand demanded me to be you know up early, and that job required you to be out all night, and the two just you know didn't mix after a while. <laughs> but uh as far as at the house yeah you know i still play around you know i i uh, um you know you have a nice little chill set with people over yeah play some music get, get the vibe going that's still there that's still there that doesn't go away
1: that's dope man and i know like this isn't that topic we can definitely talk about this for hours but i know like you don't throw any shade on the um the non-vinyl scratch djs out there like every <laughs> every you know master is a master of their own craft right but um like you you haven't really like transitioned to that side right you're still on the the analog side of things
2: no i i uh i i mess around digital you know oh, word, I have these pioneer ddjs um it's actually more convenient for me now with with, with a with a toddler running around yes, so sir. like you know uh uh keeping my uh uh turntable kind of like tied up in it's cr- in it's crate so we can't you know like rip the arm off is you know that's uh <laughs> just having those buttons and all that right whatnot and you know just okay, oh and I- I'm needed turn that off real quick that's done <laughs> you know but but you know that you know it's it's funny like man. Uh, let's say rewind back to like 2003 or something like that, when a lot of that, you know, uh, laptop DJing was coming out, coming out. Yeah, I I, I would talk stuff about those those cats or just, or the guys that CD DJed. I talked stuff about those guys too. <laughs> I was old school ones and twos, techniques, wax. You know, I'm about scratching. I'm about bringing my crates and all that. But then you start to think after a while, you're like, man, that's a lot of work. This is so convenient to have everything on this laptop right here. <laughs> everything I need is right here. All I got to do is bring this laptop to a spot, plug in. Wow. That's pretty, that's, that's pretty nice actually. <laughs> so I've come I'm coming uh, along to just the technology changes, man, you know, and you got to grow with the technology too, you know, and uh, and there's people that can do things on, on these CDJs, on these DDJs that's, It'll, it blows my mind. It's amazing. So uh, to anyone out there who, whether you you still mess around with the uh, um, vinyl or you're or you're you're on those uh, the digital side of things, you know, respect respect either way. Respect. I got I
3: got hooked on vinyl about man like four years ago, and it's man it's it's a hard habit to kick. To be honest with you, I find mm-hmm. myself going like the Sugar Ragers and stuff like that here in the city. And you know, just going in there, just looking for stuff. I mean, it's you. You can always tell when you always when you find when you find used vinyl. You can always tell if a DJ had it because the DJ writes all over the vinyl. or you see crayon markers, mm-hmm. you see crayon marks all over the vinyl where he tried to hold mm-hmm. his space, or or, mm-hmm. or 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 the or he got a hole through every uh, every album jacket because he's got he's basically putting that hook through him. So you could always see if a DJ had him. I mean, like I, I put I picked up a. Uh, I picked up Dipset dip Anthem the other day from a DJ and I, I bought it. Uh, and then you can tell he beat the hell out of it. But it's such a cool piece of vinyl. You know, it's the you know, it's the one, you know, it's the, uh, the promo. You get the promo, you mm-hmm. get the promo vinyl from the DJs, and this sounds it still sounds pretty good, even though he beat the hell out of it. I had to put a weight on top of it in order to keep it flat because you can tell he's been <laughs> killing it. It was warped. It was warped real hard, man. <laughs> he told me to put it in the oven when you get home. I started laughing like. <laughs> my wife won't let me put in the oven. (laughs) Now with all the
1: kitchen upgrades you got going on with that? No, (laughs) man. So yeah, man, dig it, man. Like definitely all all, all love for the music, all love for the hip hop culture. And then I guess, you know, once again, before we dive into Versus, Wolf, like I I know you kind of have a a mini origin story on your name. I didn't know how much you wanted to spill on on you know the moniker i just i just always digged it i i, I know like uh you're a passionate dude so it just kind of like always rung true to me that you that you stuck to your your uh, wolf pseudonym, food pseudonym in a lot of ways
2: yeah man i that that's uh it's like i was wolf before i even came out you know uh, it, it, it was my dad's nickname um and uh it, it became my, my nickname. I be, You know, he was Wolf. I became Little Wolf. But really, I, I was a, a baby that was born with a lot of hair. So if you're familiar with uh, that show, The Munsters, it's an old show. You know, The <laughs> Munsters and, and, and Eddie Munster had a dial. Wolf Wolf. When he pulled out that drawer, Wolf Wolf came out. Well, there goes Wolf Wolf. That, that, that sounds kind of mean, right? Like, well, why would you name your baby Wolf Wolf? Well, there he is. That's me. <laughs> but... You know, uh, and then it just grew. Like, really, in my family, nobody calls me Alberto. Nobody, you know, that that uh, I'm Wolf. And then my closest friends that have known me forever. I'm Wolf, and it just stuck. You know, um, I think I've at some point, like we all did. You know, when you're a teenager, you try to like set your own or give yourself your own nickname or whatever. And but really, you know, as as time went on, it, I'm I'm Wolf you know and I, was, and I couldn't be little wolf anymore either especially the bigger I got I was bigger than my dad at one point so I when I became you know in my own way into the DJ scene I became big bad wolf
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: yeah well, you could just call me wolf I <laughs> <laughs> love that I love that backstory so I'm, I'm, I'm assuming you're not going to pass on the legacy to your to your little one to, to wolfie wolfie jr on your side you know it's funny he he's
2: he he so he's all into cocomelon and and there's a character (laughs) on (laughs) cocomelon right now every every parent listening is just like oh god (laughs) no this was so there's a character wally who's a wolf he loved wally and, and, and he howls like Wally. He just, he'll, he'll be playing and he'll be running around. Oh, 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 and it's just like, damn. All right. It's in the blood, man. <laughs>
1: Can't fight it. Can't but fight. I'm
2: not gonna, you know, I, I don't call him little wolf or anything like that. It's just, you know, he, he's gonna, he'll, he'll tell me who he is one day, you know, uh, but I just think it's hilarious, you know, in and, and, and uh, and and just throwing the whole bringing the full circle to the wolf thing—he's running around this house how, howling.
0: Like,
1: All right. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, bro. I just I just love that you're 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 willing to accept the, the legacy. So you know, if the legacy lives on, then so be it. But if not, you know, I, I always think about Team Wolf myself. You know, Michael J. Fox and obviously Jason Bateman with Part Two. But you know, mm-hmm. it's another story for another time. I, I totally mm-hmm. appreciate you, you know geeking out with us so man yo so speaking of the oh. parents bro like verses, man like <laughs> i don't want to call it the dancing with the stars version of hip-hop you know what I'm <laughs> that's the best singer <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and i know we're all definitely gonna have our geek out moments and our kind of like you know w2f moments but like yeah like i don't know i don't know um the versus effect like i i definitely got my favorites i definitely haven't seen them all and i definitely got some thoughts but um I don't know. Who, who wants to kind of jump in and kick it off on this? Let's
3: go to KRS one, the KRS versus Kane. It, you know, it's like, it was, it was interesting because, you know, I like the respect they showed each other, but it was also, I guess the backstory behind that verse is, is that, you know, they had a script they were gonna you know, they're going to run. No, they're going to do certain songs at a certain time. And I heard that KRS one showed up and changed the order because, I guess Kane Kane was ready to execute against what he thought was about to happen. But Kane played that versus to the to the perfectly, you know, if you think about it. I mean, he was in he was in rhythm I and mean, he brought it out nice and smooth, man. I was just like, yes. Yeah. You know, that was that was probably was the best moment of verses, man. When he when he brought those guys out, because that was like, you know. It was funny. My wife goes, They're still alive. I'm like, Yes, they're still alive. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's like, you know, when you see an artist you haven't seen in like a decade, you know, it's almost like the whole K Solo thing, you know, that when Red and Meth brought out K Solo, we're all staring at the, I was staring at my monitor watching Versus, like, Yeah. Is that K Solo?
1: <laughs> right.
3: Yeah. But man, you know, it was, a, it was an excellent Versus because they were gentlemen about it, professional, you know. It wasn't a nasty versus. There was some there's some pretty angry verses that went down.
1: Yo, yeah, I definitely I agree. Wanna, I, I definitely want to get into the 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 down and the dirty um and we're we're going to like, you know, <laughs> kind of like talk about the finer moments and the not so finer ones. But definitely for me like the Karis one versus Big Daddy Kane, like I remember when Wolf initially told me about it before we actually both viewed it cuz we didn't view it live. He was like telling me like, oh, I heard that um, like Harris one was almost kind of egging him on, right? And there went might've been some, you know, mm. sparring going on. And then sure enough, in like the first couple of minutes, like, you know, Chris started giving it to him. Like he was like almost saying like, oh, he's like, he's hiding or something, or he's not coming out. Like, you know, <laughs> that's, that's, you know, he's scared or whatever, but no, like lo and behold, like it, the whole thing played out. I thought they were very professional. I thought it was super awesome. I mean, I'm a, honestly like KRS is probably like my my number one rapper of all time. And I think the interesting thing for me for the verses was that this is kind of the case with a lot of the other verses. It's like some things come out of artists that I never expect. And it's kind of like the music festival effect. Like I've gone to Lala, you know, I've gone mm-hmm. to um, some other like Riot Fest, and it's like you're going there to see somebody but then all of a sudden there's somebody that plays before them or after them or uh, stage next to them, and you're like oh wait a minute like they actually brought it and I felt like Big Daddy Kane like not only was his was his bars still like tight and he still kind of had it down pat like I was kind of like almost impressed and I was like wow like like for me like nobody can go against Karis one and I, I might not be the only one that thinks that way but then like hearing like big daddy spit I was like damn okay so he actually he actually brought it up you know he actually brought it basically
2: yeah you, I, I I agree like and in, in, when you both of you guys are talking about it when it comes to class and and uh, just like you know um, the way they presented themselves KRS and Kane uh, were you know the elder statesmen of, of I guess the versus world right now you know in, 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 you know comparison to the, the other ones you know like they did they brought it they were and 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 Kane was smooth, he was very smooth and I, and for me, Kane hits a special spot because my, my uncle was um like that first generation hip hop eighties, you know, and I remember him having Big Daddy Kane playing. They lived downstairs my 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 uh, dad's family, you know, and I would hear Big Daddy Kane, he loved Big Daddy Kane, he kind of saw himself as a temp, and sure enough, in that performance, come on. Uh, Kane looked like a pimp <laughs> he was like, he was smooth he had <laughs> with, that hat on the
0: fedora, the fedora
2: you know, with like a jumpsuit or something like that. oh <laughs> man dude he he I was like look at this dude he, look, he looks fly out there man like I mean and then he his, his delivery everything was smooth and I, I agree like you know mm-hmm. and you know KRS-One same thing I you know we're speaking the same language here he's like right at the top with me like for me like you know it, when people ask me who's Who's the number one? I have a hard time answering that question. because I feel like me, I have five number ones, you know, and maybe six, I don't know. But like, you know, the, but but KRS is definitely in that conversation for me. Mm-hmm. But, but KRS was also just kind of like just blah, 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 blah. You know, and, and, and at some point it looked like he wore himself out a little bit because of
1: it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Bad no, Lion, Bad uh, save man. me here. <laughs> Meanwhile, he
3: you got Kane over
2: here, like, you tired, bro? You tired? <laughs>
3: When he got the love's gonna get you and he looked like love had got him man <laughs> he was leaning back on the couch and you look at him look at look at look at as one I mean it was like a heavyweight fight and you know Kane came out no you know Kane came out pretty much nobody expected him to do anything because I had people texting me your boy is trash I was like, I was like what is this who's texting Aww. me you know, and then, you know, in Karras what you could tell that he was like a hyper child, waiting wait, to wait, wait, go fight the kid in the school yard you think gonna kill. And the look in his eyes, like the first couple of minutes of verses, like, you know, when he when he came out, he came, when he came out and he did that, uh, I'm still number one, and man, that, he, he came out hard, criminal minded was number one, then he came out, and swung, I'm still number one, and I was like, you gotta slow down, you gotta slow down, man, he's like, he's he, he gonna burn
2: right now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: he lost a lot of weight that versus man.
2: <laughs> yeah. He's probably sore right now, still too.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, no. Well, that that that's that's totally a good point. Cause yeah, I mean, I was definitely in full, you know, like the teacher, like geek mode. But then after a certain point, like, yeah, damn, he just <laughs> he's trying to act like he's still riding the beat and just you know spitting whatever he could spit while Kane like the bars are just like super clean super crisp mm-hmm. and it was definitely like two two different styles at work so I, I like I like the um the pull and the push in different ways and obviously for me like when when Chris brought out you know all the other cats besides you know Greg Nice and Mad Lion, mm-hmm. like um <laughs> Well, didn't he bring out some of the the uh, breakdancers, right? Like crazy legs and whatnot. Mm
0: Hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: Yes. I mean, I think I think a lot of those touchstones. I don't know if it necessarily saved them. He obviously had to take a breather, but I mean, I think (laughs) I think it was it was kind of dope because, you know, with the elder statesman stuff that Wolf was talking about, it's like they felt like they wanted to do it for the culture and not just do it for themselves, but like you know, like also highlight like the importance of the eras. And um, yeah, man, I, I don't know. I just thought there was a lot of magical moments there. Oh, yeah. And, and you know what? I think
2: they also saw that, you know, they're following Dipset and, and the locks, you know, and, and that, they were, that was just wild. And <laughs> it was almost like they, they were like, you know what we can do? We can show that we can come out here, do our thing, but also do it with class. And, and and they and they did. I, I thought they 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 had class. You know, uh, there was some jabbing, there was some jabbing, and and uh, but they, they did it with class, and then I appreciated that. You know, I I really did. And um um, not to say that every verse has to necessarily be, cl- like completely clean. You know, verses should be you know clean, but. But uh man
1: <laughs> you can't be out of control like it was with dipset a lot either. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah, you definitely you invoked dipset, so let, let's jump into that one. But before before we riff on that one really quick, I also wanted to quickly say that I think Daz Effects also showed up on Keris one's yeah. set, which was dope for me. And then mm-hmm. you know, like I think there was a couple of times that KRS-One was almost like in awe of Big Daddy Kane too, right? He was like, damn, he's he's dancing out there. He's coming with the hard bars. Um, my other guy was texting me too at the time. He was like saying like, DJ Scratch and Kid Capri, like they need their own verses as far as like the magic that they brought.
2: Whoa, they you know what? DJing wise, like, yeah, I really enjoyed them a lot like, like 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 what how they brought it out how they mixed and whatever because and there's a few other verses out there where where uh you know they have different djs sometimes and and um and uh it just seems like there's a laziness to it like they're not taking nothing away not before anyone listening gets offended I'm, I'm, I'm if i'm ripping your favorite guy out there there's sometimes when they're bringing in the mix and i'm speaking this from like a dj's perspective like it's like they're just throwing it out there. And the BPMs are completely off. And you might not catch that if if a uh, beat per minute. You may not uh, catch that if, if you don't necessarily know uh, how to throw out uh, a mix or a blend. But when I'm listening, whether I'm in a crowd or, or uh, radio, or, or in this case, verses, I'm like, whoa, I, that's a good song you just brought out. I like that song but it completely had no flow with the last song that was designed. <laughs> you just threw that shit out there. Like, man, like, you're on a stage right here. Thousands of people are watching this right now. You're going to come out and mix like that, you know? And, and I, said, it, 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 I just went there, right? Somebody's getting mad right now. But <laughs> I'm just being real, you know? But at the same time, like, I, man, good pull, Jay, man, because, man, they – They, uh, 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 Scratch and and Kid Capri were just like, I was like, wow, these dudes, they, they came, they came to, they, they came to set a statement too, you know, like, oh, no, 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 we're gonna mix. We're gonna throw some stuff out there and it's gonna be BPMs are gonna be on. It's gonna be smooth and we're not gonna scream the whole damn time either. You
0: know <laughs> <laughs> Yes,
2: bro. Oh my god. Sometimes it's a little much, bro. It's like all right, I know who you are. You told us like thirty times in five minutes.
3: <laughs> you you want the DJ Khaled way to introduce songs? <laughs>
2: Whoa! <laughs> he
3: wants a versus. What the hell is really going on? Who is he going? Oh, I don't even want. I'm gonna be nice, but <laughs> I'm gonna be nice, man. But you're right about that, yo. Know, you, if you look at that, you compare it to what happened in the garden with Dipset. I don't know what the hell that was, yo. Know, it was just like I was watching that in my kitchen, and my nine year old walked in the kitchen and said, "Daddy, who are these men?" And then you know. When you know when uh, when Jada got down to the tank top, you know he's sweating, and then you know and Cam is wearing very that ba- very bad Gucci jogging suit. It was terrible. And then and, oh, no. Jules, and Jules Santana, I don't know what he had smoked and done, but they kept talking about his teeth. So I'm I'm reading the comments and verses. And they kept, everybody kept talking about Jules' teeth, and then I get, someone told him stop smiling because you know he got new he got new teeth, but you know it is what it is. I mean, it's like. It is what so you know, it was. It was just a weird,
1: so, it was a weird vibe. You so know? so no, the back, like the, to go on the weird vibe of it all. Like if if I'm gonna use the the bad analogy of like yeah. wrestling and you know <laughs> Kane and the KRS is basically your pay per view like WrestleMania mm-hmm. event. Mm. And you were just talking about the dipset one. weren't you saying like like Jones like fell off stage or something like that? So, off like, stage, this is basically man. like the Raw yeah. or the SmackDown or some shit. XL Jim like- Duggan style. <laughs>
3: Jake the Snake Robber showed up. You had, uh, you had all the B list wrestlers showed up, man. There was, no, there was no macho man out there. There was no Hulk. There was the
2: ultimate warrior. You know? No, it was Eight Mile, man. It was like, it was. <laughs> Without the mouth. <at> <laughs>
3: Did you see Fat Joe's face in the crowd when they kept when they kept showing Fat Joe? They want him like to clean it up or something. They kept showing Fat Joe. They segued into Fat Joe's verses. He was sitting there just staring like, "Hey, they got to stop it. Let me <laughs> test Cam and tell him to calm it down." <laughs> it, it was bad. Uh-huh. D, you're right. The DJ, the, D, the DJ ship was terrible. It was almost as worse as a Southern versus. the Southern verses. The yeah. Southern verses. I swear to God, they got. I they, they're sitting there with their MacBook Pros. Sitting on the table and the turntable is not even on.
1: <laughs> oh, damn. Whoa. I, I, I missed that one.
3: You know, I couldn't. Yeah, know, I missed
1: miss that one too.
3: Oh, you, you but guys. Bad. That's a, for, you watch to, for you to Man. see it
1: that
2: obviously, like, wow.
3: Go watch Gucci Man vs. Yeezy. I've never seen the verses before where no one knew the worst of the songs. But, 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 but no, <laughs> it was bad. You know, Gucci was like, it's, it's a hit everybody knows in Atlanta. I'm sitting there and I hear the people in the crowd singing it. And somebody writes on the screen, What song is it? Somebody goes, That's off Trap, that's off Trap of Dad 12. I'm like, What, what, what where do you get that from? It's not even on iTunes. So, I mean, it's like,
0: <laughs>
3: you know, you Sound know, cloud rappers, yeah. baby. Yeah, man, it was, it was like, you know, it's crazy. I mean, but I say with said, the problem was Cameron was kind of ready, Jules Santana was happy to have teeth, I think, happy to have a new look. <laughs> uh you know, um, uh, you know, Jones, Capo, Capo was just staring and trying to fight and throwing off his chain, and then they all had new jewelry that night. So you probably saw that part, Wolf, where they all brought out their new jewelry and then they had to, they had their jewelry delivered to the stage. And I'm like, yeah, well, there's, yeah. there's, that's the bad wrestling man. It's like they didn't bring out the intercontinental championship. They brought out their belts, put them around their necks, yeah. and then they look and they flexed. And I was like, but you guys, you guys didn't know the worst of your song. That's bad when you lip sync and they were lip syncing the wrong song. They, they had the lyrics off. It was a bad mm-hmm. versus. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. I, I think well, like, I, like the, the, the one note you, I remember you texted me, well, you were like saying, uh, you know, the, the verses are getting more competitive after the locks. Or shall <laughs> I say, shall I say, Jada Kiss basically destroyed this. Jada S- Kiss. <laughs> face them all.
2: <laughs> yeah. He, he stood there, and, you know, man. He 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 held it down, and if anything, he I thought he saved that night, you know, and and, and uh, I appreciated though that he obviously grabbed his got his voice together, locks together, and he was like, look at, they obviously they they practiced that. They were they were you know, their whole set looked like they were like we're gonna come out here and not look like fools, and they didn't. They you know they they. They handled it, you know, and they all they all knew their part. They all knew what they had to do. But there was also there was also times where they that you know, Jada stepped out there and the other two guys were like, All right, we're just gonna be right over here. Just let us know when you're done. <laughs> <laughs> South P and and that other dude, what's his name? Oh, they, were just, <laughs> <laughs> the they, they were just like, Look. You, you, you go ahead and do that bro you just you do, you do that and he did and he did and even Dipset they had nothing for him they were talking stuff and they were trying like you said they were they were uh, trying to start provoke looked like they were trying to provoke a fight sometimes or whatever it didn't matter this dude's talent just whooped him just whooped him you know like I'm I'm gonna keep doing this okay you wanna still talk well here's the next song bam and just, you're just like whoa you're at you're at home man. <laughs> It was yeah. in, the, in The crowd, and you could tell the crowd even, like, <laughs> it, 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 they knew all their songs, like, one after the other, and you could hear, like, them singing along with, with, with uh, you, know, you know, there were people that knew, not to completely diss upset. people knew some of their stuff, too, but when the locks went out there and dropped songs, especially as, as the night went on, mm-hmm. and, like, their hits kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger, it was just like, okay, they own the room, they own it, <laughs> it's theirs.
3: And what was Freaky Ziki doing? What was going on, Freaky Ziki? I mean, it's like when Jada said he's like the fat dude from Drew Hill that keep getting money, but nobody knows what he's doing. And I sat there and I was like, yo, he was a bad hype man that night. I mean, you know, it was it was devastation. And you know, like you know, when uh, I like I like it when they got into about who's from New York. And Jada told him you live Cam lives in Miami. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was cold blooded, man. He's like, Cam lives in Miami. Or <laughs> he said, you can't let a dude in leather pants beat you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. I, was, I mean, it was more, it was more deaf comedy jam than it was uh versus man. <laughs> Jada's a funny dude, man. Well, I mean, Jada definitely yeah.
1: he always wants to like still prove that. You know, he's top five in a lot of people's conversation, I believe. And I honestly I missed I missed the the lockstips that one, but I mean, just off of pure car crash quality, I think I gotta check it out. It's <laughs> bad, man.
0: Hey, did well, did uh, Jules had the the headband like he always has? Yeah,
3: and he had on the champion shirt, and he had on the vest on top of he <laughs> the vest
0: the vest. He had the oh.
3: vest, and he had the bandana, on, the headband oh, on top of the bandana, and, he, and somebody gave him some jewelry and some teeth. And it, man, it was <laughs> wild, man. And no pink polo or pink <laughs> like jacket from camera. No. no man, it was bad Gucci, man. Somebody oh. said he went to China. He went to Chinatown market in New York. Get it? They got that? They got it together. I might stop. But uh, well, what do you think about the fact that Jim didn't do any new music? He has all those new albums out, and he didn't do any new music. I was sitting there like, you know, yeah, the last couple of Jim Jones albums have been solid. I don't think he remembered words his own songs, so he didn't perform them. So that's what I think happened.
2: Well, you know, I think you know with, with verses is you gotta you gotta grab stuff, the material that you know everybody knows, right? And if if it, if it, he probably he probably knew like no ain't nobody listening to this you know it only is the most hardcore only the most hardcore of, of his fans you know and like once again someone out there is like man <laughs> who is this dude talking right now not nah, you know hey if, if you if you if you if you're a fan of his stuff hey good for you you know but like yeah, and that's why he puts his stuff out still so you have stuff to listen to from him but when, when you go on, when you're on a stage like that, you're gonna, you gotta bring out bangers. You gotta bring out stuff that people know. So, you know, for him to reserve anything that's newer, he probably, he probably knew, you know, like, like nobody
0: knows this, <laughs> you
2: know? And these guys, the locks are gonna keep dropping bangers on you. And they did as the night came on, you know, there was even some songs I forgot about that they did. I was like,
1: oh yeah, they did. <laughs> they, that, was, that was one of theirs too. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. yeah. Well, Wolf, that, that's a good point. That's probably a good way to segue into, um the Fat Joe Ja Rule <laughs> because Novak you, you brought a Fat Joe I didn't realize um he was at that dip set versus and I did catch some of the beginning of the Fat Joe one and I think the point that um Wolf you were kind of underlying was that um like like Fat Joe kind of like almost brought a lot of his street stuff and still keeping it real whereas Ja Rule he kind of had the hits right so I mean like so, yeah, yeah say word about that like as far as like the crowd's reaction and whatnot well, you, you know,
2: uh, I didn't, you know, I wasn't a fan of Ja Rule back in the day when he was dropping all those hits. I wasn't, I wasn't feeling that, you know, but, but, but I remember though, I was DJing at bars and clubs at the time. And guess what? Sometimes I had to squeeze those out. I necessarily didn't listen to that stuff, but when I played that stuff, guess who was out there on the floor? The ladies, they're right there and they're loving it. And that's what, the, that's what it's all about at the end of the day, you know? So, like, you had, you know, when Joe, yeah, a lot of the stuff Joe put out there, I was like, okay, yeah, Joe, I remember that. Okay, oh, yeah, I'm feeling that. But then here comes Ja, and you're just kind of, like, there, like, okay, what's he going to do? And he brings out... All that poppy stuff that you could still hear on any radio station <laughs> anywhere. You it's know?
1: playing on one hundred four point three jams right now, right now, Would
2: i be You, you out, and, and and you could hear the crowd though. You, you, you hear the crowd, particularly if you listen real good. You could tell who's chanting the loudest. You could hear the lady voices, and it's like, yeah, like he. You know, uh, he he had it. He even told them at certain points of the performance, he's just like, he's like, yeah, uh, because Joe's trying to tell him something about how, like, where have you been, though? You haven't had a hit in years. He he goes, "Uh, uh, yesterday's hit, that's what he said, yesterday's hits are not today's hits. And then John ja hit him back hard, and was just like, "Yeah, yesterday's hits are called classics." And He let the crowd say it, and they said it with him: <laughs> "Classics." I was like, "Damn, Joe, he just got you. <laughs> he just mm-hmm. got you. <laughs> you were trying to, he were trying to punk him, and you got punked." I just fight him by like, the whole damn crowd. <laughs> That's
3: why I was waiting for Cuban Link to show up in the background and agree with John ja at that point.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you did you see the part when uh department joe did make it rain and nobody knew the words of the song even though that was one of joe's biggest hits and i was yeah. sitting there like and then you know somebody said Wayne's on this one and i was just like wow did somebody just say Wayne's on this one <laughs> they didn't want to hear joe's verse that was terrible
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah i mean i Wolf, i'm there with you like i i definitely would go hard for for joey crack like the Don Cartagena album, Man, Just One's Envy, but I mean again it's definitely for the for the backpackers I would say I don't want to like over classify oversimplify here but I mean I, I um the beginning of it was like was I confused because I thought like when after Joey spit I thought there was like a track where where Ja Rule wasn't even spitting like they were just playing a track where he wasn't even rapping like it was almost like lip sync or something and then he eventually started rapping that, that part kind of threw me off. I don't know if they were just... He was trying to get into
3: it. He was trying to get into
1: it. Yeah. I think I think
3: Josh, Josh liquor hadn't kicked in at that point. <laughs> and, you know, you could the, tell Josh... The
1: leftover from the Firefest? Fest?
3: Yeah. Oh, God. You know, well, fifty. I think he was waiting to see if 50 was going to show up out there somewhere. He was scanning that crowd hardcore And he first got out there. Like, where they at? <laughs> see BMF show up in the background. Like, no, I mean, but, you know, he was trying to warm up. Like, you know, I think that the night went on and you write about that wolf and Job went to the went to the, uh, you know, the, now it's V103 music in Chicago. He went to the Dusties and he started destroying that man with them dusties out there. And the J-Lo song, I'm Real, came on. Ain't nothing <laughs> you can do about that. I hate that damn song. But <laughs> the thing about it is, you know, women were singing it. You know, there's a couple of dudes singing that shit, too. I saw a couple of dudes. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: There's always there's always that guy. <laughs> it's always <Okay>. that guy. <laughs> hey, so
3: how, long, how long did it take? Hey, but you know
2: what? Yeah. You know what I, I like saying. though. Like yeah. another, another good. Uh, sorry, go ahead. Another go for sorry. it. What was that? Okay. What was Remy that? Ma. With, oh. with, uh, when, with, yeah, when because Remy Ma came out for a few songs, right? And and and, and, and uh, kept saying. She's saving you, and I was like, "Yeah, she kind
1: of <laughs> is."
2: <laughs> hey, bro! No, that was gonna be my
1: question. I was gonna be like, "When did he finally bring on Lean Back?" Was 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 it the first time that Remy Ma showed up, or one of the last songs, or?
2: Uh,
1: I'm trying to remember, I think it's more. It, the well, end. she
2: no, she came in. She came out like he did a few songs. Then she came out. Then uh-huh. she went away, uh-huh. and then she came back again. So he kind of like, you know. He, he kind of sprinkled her in, and he didn't do lean back either those times. No, he did. He did lean back. He did. He did. He did, uh, he, he did yeah, he did lean back. But like uh, when, when he first came out, he did like a first. He did a few things on his own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he brought her out, and and then she came out again. And then you know, and then once again, I was like, oh, here she is back to save you. <laughs> okay. I mean, she... kinda, yeah, i Okay, kind of,
3: yeah. When she when she did puns verses, when Remy did puns verses on twins, man, I liked it.
2: I loved I it. I liked it.
3: Yeah, Wait, yeah, that was she actually did big yeah.
1: puns verse. Mm-hmm. Holy mm-hmm. shit! Mm-hmm. Oh
3: man! Yeah, because pun mm-hmm. pun's the one. Pun was her mentor. So the thing that was so crazy about it, you know, the relationship there is pun to her and then pun to uh to Joey Crack at that point. And man, she, she like channeled him for a minute. She got into that zone and she became pun. So it's like one of those hip hop moments where you see they're all in the studio at the same time and this thing got created and she felt that energy because yeah. Remy came alive, man. That was 20 minutes into mm. the show when she came out and, and yeah, she saved his ass. She came out and woke up everybody and left and then came back.
2: <laughs> yeah, she had to. Well, he also, he did that intermission thing too, which was weird. all right like 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 Josh just killed it right and then like he's like all right well we're gonna do an intermission real quick and john's like what like intermission Dude, we only got like a few songs left, bro. I need to change my clothes. I'm over here sitting there, like you know, watching this thing. And I'm like, what's change your clothes? What do you do? Shit yourself, dude? Come on, man. <laughs> Maybe you should not have been wearing that big-ass
0: jacket.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said his T.S. chain needs to be cleaned. That's why he went to go clean his T.S. chain. to get him back. <laughs> it's T.S. chain. Wide chain. It, it was Yo, in
0: the they, first
2: They ain't supposed to be timeouts, bro. They call the
0: timeout. <laughs>
1: Let me regroup. Yeah, because me... you know,
2: versus if it's supposed to be like replicating a battle, right? Like, let's say we're going at it, right? You know, you up there, I'm right next to you, and I'm like, all right, come, uh, I'm gonna go use the washroom real quick. I'll be right back. <laughs> He's like, no, no, no. The crowd will be throwing stuff at me, man. <laughs> it don't work that way. I don't know. Uh, I thought that I thought that was weird, but then again, he's a heavy guy, so maybe there were some health issues there. So maybe I should be nice, right? Do, do you think the
3: weird. beard? Do you think the beard is is real? I kept staring at that; it was perfectly symmetrical, and I kept staring at Fat Joe's face. Like, man, something's wrong with this beard, man. You know, no fake Painted on or something? It's painted it on. His fake beard game is real, man. You know, I don't know what's going on out here, but it looks too perfect. And it changed twice during the show. That's why you probably called that time out to get the makeup crew out there,
2: <laughs> <laughs> cover up this alopecia going on over here. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, man, you got Ja Rule looking more and more like, uh, looking like the dad from BMF, man, some Black, black Mafia Family. I'm like, wow. I mean, he looks like, you know, John. Ja, you know, ja basically, you know. You know him, you know Little Mo, and everybody came out. You know then fat you, fat, you know Joey he called that timeout and dissed uh Little Mo and Ashanti and everybody. He called them Dusty, and uh, and the crowd started the crowd booed for a second, <laughs> but it was it was pretty funny and evil. But um, that's probably the moment where the the, the verses almost went dark when he dissed them, and <laughs> the look on their faces is just like, did he just call us Dusty bees? I'm like and I'm, I'm sitting there like, yeah he did, yeah he did.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: My wife yeah. heard that she was in the kitchen, like, "Why did he? Why did he call my? Why, why did he said? Why did Joey Crack call them out their name?" And I was like, "I don't know. I'm just watching verses. I don't know what yeah. happened there. You know, it's gonna clean itself up." That's what I said. <laughs> yeah, he apologized the next day, though. Oh, okay. Yeah,
2: no, they 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 made they they made nice, as they would say, in uh, <laughs> in, in in like grammar school or something. Make nice. Yeah, they, <laughs> they uh, but. But uh, he, he was, he was cutting. He, he, was, he was definitely trying to throw a lot of low blows at, uh, at Ja. And, and, and I, I respect that Ja, though. He, he didn't really go there, you know? I, I thought I kept waiting for him to maybe go, maybe go lower or, or, or hit him back harder. He kind of like just let, let him do like the, 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 what the say what you had to say, because I think he kind of knew that my songs are killing you right now. Like, and the crowd's clearly singing my stuff with me a lot more than you. So go ahead and say what you gotta say. It's funny. Ha ha, you're a comedian. Let's just finish this show, you know.
3: He pissed me off the always on time. Did you hear how long he played that shit? Always on always on time. It was like eight minutes of a shunty. <laughs> and <laughs> and you know the look on Joe's face is like I got shit to do, with people to do and I gotta eat I'm tired of this. It's always on you know I mean always on time is like his his it was like his uh, his ultra combo you know, if you play Killer Instinct, that's what that was like. He basically <laughs> finished that man off. Killer Instinct. <laughs> and, yeah. and you know, and the crowd kept singing and stuff, man. Well, if I was sitting there like, why are they singing this stuff like this? It was, it was, it was like it was like kinetic energy or something going on. I mean, you know, it's like a day, Des- it's like you know, ever watch uh, and uh Meryl. It was one of those moments. I'm sitting there watching the show, just like, make it stop, make it stop. <laughs> yeah it, it was good verses man i just i just wish joe i just wish joe would have brought more you know more of that lean back vibe to it basically more you know bring out the beat nuts man that's why i was i was hoping for a beat nuts cameo out there that would have that set it off
1: yeah i, I agree that would have been really and bring
3: out juju with them. oh man that would have been hot
1: Hmm. well i mean like to to latch on to the to hip-hop like geek moments for me like like, I definitely got to check out Remy Ma doing some of them pun, them pun verses. You, you made me think about, so I know we're going to like dive into some of the other verses too, because there are some of my other favorite ones I want to get into, but I'm not sure if y'all caught any of the, um, the Eve and Trina one. And cool. the only like quick word I'll say about it was that I, I kind of had the same thinking going into it, like that Wolf had, where it was like, You know, I know like Eve's hits back to back. Like, I think it's going to be a slaughter roll. I think it's, I think she's going to own Trina. Like Trina got some, some bangers, but like, not like, not like um, Eve does. Right. But I think it was almost like sort of the reverse effect because with Trina's verses, she had all her crowd with her and they were all as amped up as she was. And like, you could tell Trina was practicing, right? almost like a Remy Ma, like, she was, like, definitely ready to kind of, like, bring it, and then, like, Eve, it was weird, like, she was, I don't know, like, on Zoom somewhere else, like, in London or something, with, like, one other person, and she barely knew her, her rhymes, so it's, like, it was almost, like, an alternate reality where, like, you think somebody's gonna totally bring it, and then, again, like, you're, you're kind of, like, surprised what actually, like, unfolds in front of you.
3: I mean, but you think about yeah. Eve, she's been out the game so long, man. You know, she had been vicious bulls and skirts in a long time, man. You yeah. know, and then yeah. you know, also you think about X passing and everything like that. Her reaction to sort of that because, you know, they kind of like went their own separate way. Right. You know, the whole Rough Riders camp and stuff like that. They kind of like, I don't want to say she got kicked out. But she kind of left. She left. She left that street element along when straight Hollywood, you know, had the bad TV show, "Married to a Millionaire," disappeared. You yeah. know, um, you know. I felt like I feel like were know, good for
2: her too, though. At the same time, you know, yeah. like uh, <laughs> yeah. she did it. Yeah. Um, right. I I did not see the Trina Eve one, but it sounds like how I I, well, I could really almost relate that to it was like the SWV. And escape, where you 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 were expecting to see something, you were hoping to see something more than than what you saw, and when, what you saw were older, out of shape <laughs> women <laughs> who were who couldn't even lip sing their own songs and or get off the couch. And it was just like, Come on. <laughs> I, I I respect Escape for at least getting off the couch, man. But the SWV, there was a point there where it was just like, wow, are you ladies going to get up? Yeah, nice are you going to try to out-sing your lip-sing? I don't know what's mm-hmm. going on here. <laughs> they they have all nice wigs, man, but that
3: was about it. Hair, hair and makeup nice. and stuff, man. You know, if that's what you into, it was awesome. But, you know... Yeah, they showed no they showed no passion for it, man. I wanted, I wanted to burn their couch or the way they were sitting. I wanted to throw, like, fire on their couch to so make them get up and move around or something. They could have stayed at home. They could have, to <laughs> be honest with you. Was, yeah, they could
1: have Zoomed that. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, so, like, to, to riff on the whole Zoom argument, because I'm looking at the lineup, and I think the SWV Escape one was really close to the Even Trina one. And I think there was kind of, like, a gray area where you know, it was, like, Versus was leaving, like, the pandemic timeline, so to speak, and it came into a more, you know, like, stadium type of deal, right? So, like,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I, I know we're going to, like, maybe go back into a lot of the other ones, but, like, the first Versus, I, I totally remember, which I don't even think was the first Versus ever, was the one that me and Novak were geeking over. Like, I, I you and me, like, was was the Raekwon and... um. No, no, I'm sorry, not Raekwon. It was RZA and Primo. That was the versus, right? That was the verse. That was the first. Bro, we yeah. were up like to like God knows how long, and even after the verses was over, like you you dusted off like the Wu Tang vinyls yeah. and you mm-hmm. were like showing me. So I mean, like I, the reason why I bring that up is because not only was that a bright spot for me because I'm a I'm a Wu head, ride or die, but I feel like there was like a transition because Novak, you're making a joke about like. The southern versus, like the the equipment being unplugged, and there was definitely some like janky moments with the Primo and, and mm-hmm. RISA thing, but it was still magical too, nonetheless. So I just think it's like super interesting that the pandemic has kind of like shaped it a little bit, but now it's kind of like grown into like its own thing. It's it's kind of like it started off totally different than what it was at, is what I'm basically saying. It, it was like yeah, you it, you had you had a. Uh, and that one, I love that
2: one too. And but there were definitely technical difficulties, you know. And and I felt that like uh, on the Primo side, it, it it was always more clean. And there were times where where when Rizzo was, was doing his thing, it was just like, whoa, it's I'm losing it. Where's it going? <laughs> like hello, testing one two three testing, you know. But but you because of the pandemic and because you know there, 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 it was an escape from the um, the madness that was the pandemic, I think a lot of people gave that a pass. A lot of people were like completely just let that go. Or just, this is just great. This is like you said, it went on for a long time. And you were just like, watch that. At one point I went to go get me, get me something to eat, came back. And I'm just like, man, they're still going. This, this is great. I'm, okay, I'm gonna sit back down. I'm gonna sit back down, I'm gonna enjoy it. You know, so yeah, that's, that's what I gotta say about that. It,
3: it was like the little John and T-Pain versus battle. That one was weird because you know they there was the battle of club bangers, and I'm sitting there, you know, because t-pain, honestly, t-pain and Lil john, you know, if they put their eight songs together, that's not verses. I remember tuning in today because one of my guys was like, You got to be fair. You watch Primo and RZA, you gotta watch Lil John versus T-Pain. Okay. And, I, and, I let, and I never let him forget that he wasted my life that night. <laughs> so, so so I called him. I said, why are we watching this? He goes, man, you don't like buying you a drink? I'm like, "Buy you a drink is not a classic. <laughs> that is, you know, he goes, well, they're going to have a Jaru versus one day. I'm like, they never will. And it happened. So he called me that night when John went on, he go, I told you it's going to happen. I'm like, man, good night. <laughs> so I mean, it's there's been some bad ones, man. Like the French Montana, Tory, Lane, Tory Lane's one that was weak. I don't know what that was about. The, probably the worst all time versus Babyface versus Teddy Riley. Oh my God. Yeah. What yeah, the that... hell was going on
2: there? But the old school one, though, with uh, 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 Steve Harvey hosted, oh. with Hercules and Fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you talking
3: about the Icy yeah. Brothers? Ooh. And
2: yeah. Fire? Yeah. yeah. You know, maybe I, I like, I like old music. I like, I like the Dusties. you know, mm-hmm. like uh, I grew up to the Dusties, So I, there was something about that that I appreciated. Um, and of course, you know, you, you couldn't be surprised when Steve Harvey's going to ramble on probably a little bit more than he, uh, than he should. But yeah, uh, I appreciated that one. It, was, it wasn't rap, you know, it wasn't necessarily hip hop culture, but it was, it was a versus thing. And, and it was for the old school heads and, and, and that, I, th- I think there was a spe- there's a special place for stuff like that too. I think I wouldn't be surprised if they did another one like that and they brought back Steve Harvey to host another old school one, another group against this group. You know, uh, I appreciated that one. Did you guys catch that one?
3: It was pretty good. The problem with that is when Steve Harvey started telling those stories and they had nothing to do with the verses, and I'm sitting there just like turn off Steve's mic, go back to the Isaac brothers and the Earth Wind and Fire. So it was yeah. like he was trying to like. Like, you know, what I think I think you do, if you bring Steve Harvey back, you do a versus with him versus Dio Healy or somebody. You do a versus with comedians. That's what I want to see. I want to see, like, Steve Harvey take on, like, Dio Healy or somebody because you can't take on Bernie Mac. You know, you can't, you know, Dave Chappelle versus, you know, him is, like, it's a weird matchup because it's kind of how I felt about Big Daddy Can't Carry Us 1, to be honest with you. I thought it should have been Kane and like you know and Rod Kim or something. I mean Rod Cam and uh, and one would have been a better matchup because that's like Southpaw, that's like a Southpaw taking on a traditional fighter at this point. You know, I, mm-hmm. I I think sometimes versus the the you know the combatants aren't equal sometimes you know in that situation. You know, it's like you know, it's like it's like you have Buster Rhymes talking about he could take on anybody and win. I'm like it depends on who he's taking on at this point. You know. We talking leaders of old leaders of the new school, Buster Rhyme. But we talking about Buster today, you know? Which Buster Rhyme is mm. gonna show up? Cause the new stuff ain't gonna. You write the new stuff is not. No one's gonna know the words to new stuff, you know. The, mm. the you know the tribe called Quest bust there and stuff like that. Leaders of the new school, he might he might he might kill some people. But the new stuff, they're gonna mm. be like, what's that? And that's what, that's what happens on verses, pretty Back much. Up.
1: Yeah, I, I didn't catch any of the uh, Earth Wind and Fire one though, but um. Wolf, I think I think we're sort of circling back to the, your initial your initial question that I know you kind of like were posing to me like a weeks ago was basically like I guess like how relevant is versus to the culture? Like I know arguably it's grown into a beast, a monster, like everyone has their own like wrestling, like walkway and entrance theme. And you know, like in that way, like more money's been thrown at it. But like are they are they still keepers of the culture or is it really just a floss like I mean I, I really appreciate you saying that you 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 still like like the fact that they were trying to pay respect to like you know with the dusties and you know some of the other things and me you know as a head, like obviously I love the Rizda one I love the you know the celebration of like Raekwon and Ghost and mm-hmm. you know Method Man and Red Man and by the time it got to Meth and Red I, I kind of saw like how I progressed right how like you got more sets, you actually got legit DJs, you got like actually like a whole like showcase. Um, But yeah, like for heads like us, like I think we can kind of like pick and choose and kind of like, kind of see where it's going, but is it really relevant to the culture nowadays, right? Cause like Wolf, I even think you were like saying, (laughs) you you would like pose like, well, what if this versus went against this versus and then some of like the younger um, heads that you might know like, Almost give you an eye roll, like you know, what are you talking about? Dan?
2: Oh yeah, definitely. Like at work, when we're when we're talking about, like you said, that was a good one, by the way, uh, the, the the Method Man, Red Man. Oh my God, that was a banger. And we're talking about, you know, oh this song. I mean People my age and up, or maybe even a few years younger than me. Uh, yeah, we're all feeling it. That's our high school era. That's our college era. That's that's you know, grade school, depending on the song. You know where you at? You know your age, and and, and but feeling. Uh, and then you had a younger cats they were like, Yeah,
0: it was it was all
2: right. It was all right. And then they start saying who they want to hear and I'm over here like, Who? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. oh. Who, that? who that? little 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 so and so versus Little this guy or the baby versus blah blah blah, and I'm just like, oh. I might have, you might as well be speaking in a whole other language to me. because Not only am I not watching that shit, I'm just, it's not... no little baby versus the baby, no, yeah. 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 yeah, but there's a market for it, obviously for 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 a younger cat to say that, you know, that's that group will tune in they will tune in. And then you got us, we're over here talking about Kane and KRS, uh, Meth, um, you know, Redman, uh, Premier, RZA, you know, that's, uh, that's us, we're feeling that, we're, we're watching. Even, even something as, as, as weird as uh, Joe and, and, and Ja Rule, Look, what did I do? I watched. I was never even a fan of Ja Rule, but I was sitting there watching it. Why? Because that was my era. That was my time. You know, those were my memories. And, and I got something out of it, you know, like I could sit here and talk shit about it with you guys, but I still watch, I tuned in. So, you know, they grabbed me, they're grabbing other people. And I, I think that, you know, it, it, there is, it does have a, it's found a place, it's found a niche within our culture, within hip hop, um, uh, what it's about and, 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 and the battle aspect is there. The, I mean, Hey, you can be classy, like we said, Kane and KRS-One, uh, or you can be rugged and raw, like the Lox and Dipset, you know, all of those elements going way back to even us uh, going to our first parties or battles and all that stuff, that was all there. You know, you you, you've, you ever been on stage? It was all there, you know, it, 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 the griminess, the, the rough, the or sometimes just the classy, it's all good, this is a nice party today or or this was a nice event or whatever the hell it goes it's all there and here we are we're all older they're all older mm-hmm. and we're all still the same thing so um there's a place for it but how longer how much longer it can it can maintain before it just becomes a money grab at that i don't know
1: yeah and the whole money grab thing is definitely something that baffles me because like i still am a you know, an old man withers looking at the whole thing. Who I don't even have an Instagram account, so I have to watch it <laughs> through my <laughs> wife's account. But then, like, it, it sort of baffles me because it definitely obviously is a, a cash grab, but I still can't wrap my brain around it because, like, I'm still watching it in a free platform, you know, mm-hmm. granted through somebody else, but I see that people are there. So, obviously, like, people are paying tickets to go see it, I guess. And I don't know. What the ticket prices are or you know what what that whole setup is like it's just like it's definitely grown into something strange i still think it's part of the conversation but i still like i still sort of pine for the old days and versus ain't like old by any means but like I, I still think about the small magical moments of like even dmx and snoop dogg you know like i didn't even think anything of that like like first of all like i I sort of was a, f- a fan of X, but then like Wolf to your whole point is like, it's me, you know, kind of like reliving, you know, the time, the golden era in my eyes, right? So when I saw mm-hmm. that versus and as homemade as it was, and it was sort of pretty pand <laughs> you know, during the pandemic, it was like, like X kind of brought it, right? And it was like, mm-hmm. Snoop, Snoop brought it back too, but there, there was a lot of sort of like magical moments going on in there that I can't really explain, but it was obviously dope that he was able to do that before he passed as well. Yeah. It was. Yeah, dope. we
2: didn't know, you know, like who who would have known you were watching that at that time, and then not too much long, not too much in the the, the the near future from there. All of a sudden, he's gone. You know, you caught something magical. You said magical, right? Like it, it, it was. It, that's what it was, and you didn't even know it, and you were there. You could say you were there, and and it and it, and it reflected your past, it reflected your memories, and I didn't dig deep on Dmx either, really. You know, like it was a song here and a song there. But uh, it just wasn't my um, cup of tea, <laughs> you know, like, uh, but I respected it. And, you know, after he passed, like, it, it made me really kind of look back at, at at him overall, going back to it, right when he first came out and really like, you know what, man, actually, that all came out while, you know, I, I, I was, I felt like I was out there in the scene while I was still DJing. You know, I was at the club. I remember hearing those songs. I remember people, the, the dance floor feeling those, some of those songs, you know, and, and, and it, it was a special moment in time. And then you bring it, you know, here we are, Old Man Withers, you say, <laughs> 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 uh, uh, you know, and like, here we are, Old Man Withers, and we're watching these guys do their thing. And why? Because that, that was our, you know that was our past that was our you know our time to shine Or you know, when, when we used to be out there doing our thing too it brought it brought magic back for, for us into our shoes and here we are where you're 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 on your couch now bobbing your head up and down like you like you still like you're still in your 20s or
1: something <laughs> yeah man i mean yeah. like hip-hop hip hops have so many different branches so many different fandoms you know levels of fandom and then yeah i was definitely having similar feels off the dmx thing too because like i almost like became somewhat of a super fan after yeah
3: yeah yeah the dms thing that's one of those moments where you're just like amazed by how everything went down just incredible i mean we'll never probably see that again in life to be honest with you yeah i mean um you know it was it wasn't a it wasn't a great versus but you know snoop is snoop you know i think it was a it's one of those bad matchups that's the best way to call it it was a very bad matchup, but it was good to see him one last time in his element and everything. He did bring the heat. But I think uh, it'll go what Wolf is talking about, with these younger artists and stuff like that. You know, I hear these verses at work as well. Like somebody wants Young Thug to take on like Lil' Dirk, and I'm like, how does that work? <laughs> you, know, uh, you know, not to sound rude or anything like that, you know, no disrespect to Dirk and everybody, you know, it's just, you know, Young Thug, I don't consider him to be a rapper. You know, I watched him on SNL, and he just did, he does these breathing exercises, just ad-libs. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, what is that sound? You know, it's almost like, it's like, it's like you ain't rapping, you're just making noise, and, and, and people like that now. You know, everybody's so, mu- the musicality is there, but lyrics, no, it's not a, it's not a rapper, you know, it's an entertainer. I mean, it's like Travis Scott. If Travis Scott did Versus, who the hell he is? He's so studio. How would he do verses? I mean, right. Astro World is one of the most studio-based albums you're ever gonna listen to. I bought mm-hmm. it because I want to understand it, and it's still in plastic right now in my living room. I listened to it. I bought I bought the vinyl. And I understand Astro World, but I discovered it's not it's not our hip hop. It's different. It's somebody's hip hop. It ain't my hip hop. So it is what it is, you know. Like you know, my, you know like my nine year old goes, "Travis Scott's amazing," and I'm like, "What? What do you like about? It? I like, I like, I like everything about Travis Scott." And I'm like, "Go to bed, go to bed," you know, but.
0: <laughs>
1: Yo,
3: you know, if,
1: if he ever does a verses, there better not be fans there, bro. That, I know that's that's too soon, but you, know, I mean, you better have a quarantine fucking verses, man. For real.
3: I mean, Auto Tune and and everything else going on. I mean, that's why the T Pain versus was weird because have you ever heard T Pain's natural voice? That's what freaked me out. Yeah. I watched that verses like he sounds like a person. So that'd be like Roger Troutman, you know Roger Troutman who passed away doing the verses. If he was still here, he's T Pain before T Pain be honest with you. Hmm.
2: Yeah.
3: But uh um, yeah, I, I think it's I think it is sort of a cat. I think it's good for the culture to a certain point, but I think you got to stop it at some point. I think there yeah. should be a, a death of versus versus should go off like maybe when the pandemic's officially over in versus let it die with the pandemic. That's the way I look at it.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Cause
2: it, it, it there are a lot of like ideas being thrown out there and, 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 and whether it's new new school or whether it's old school there there are definitely ideas being thrown out there by the creators of it who are you know trying to attach themselves now to other like tr- other platforms triller uh um uh, pay-per-view or or you know just trying to like and now it's just like okay this is where the cash grab comes in usually when it starts becoming about the money is where it, it, the quality becomes less you know, not that all of these were, you know, exactly great quality, but, but they gave you something. And then they were, and they were at the right time, right place at the right time, the pandemic, you know, and they, they, they were a nice distraction. But at some point, I totally agree. You gotta, you know, all right, that's it. Or we're gonna go away for a little while and we're gonna surprise you out of nowhere. 2024, boom, this person versus this person. And everyone's all like, yeah, I'm ready, you know? Well, keeping it fresh, as fresh as you can. But um, um, I, I also think too, though, uh, in regards to, and I think that is kind of thinking back at, at that discussion at work with the, you know, and you have, like the young cats, like they're not, they're not as into it as our generation is too. So, you know, if if you're not feeding the beast, the younger generation of, you know, of, of, of what they want to hear, well. It's gonna fade out anyway, too, at at some point. So even for the old cats, they're not gonna want to. not everyone's gonna to be tuning, you know, tuning in to uh, uh, so and so and so and so unless it's like a big name. All of a sudden, Jay's Jay's talking about he's going up against uh, uh, Puffy or, or 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 Dre. You know, now everyone's gonna listen. But if it's just gonna be, oh, they're pulling out. Uh, um ghost base killer versus uh I don't know uh throw out somebody from the far side. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> if if I'm not doing nothing that night, I guess I'll be watching <laughs>
3: uh, I, I, I mean, you, know, you you mentioned Dr. Dre and I don't know. That'd be an interesting versus because, you know, are we talking producer or are we, or, you know, are we talking this overall Dr. Dre at this point? You know what I mean? Because, uh-huh. you know, as a rapper, he is, he's Dre, you know, uh, I, I mean, who would he take on at this point? I mean, because Dre is Dre's in a really interesting class. I mean, you know, he destroyed straight Timberland. You know, Swiss Beast don't want none of that. You know, to be honest with you, Dr. Dre could probably drop Detox the moment before the verses and kill everybody if it does exist. Uh. You know, <laughs> I mean, as long, as long as he don't play anything from Compton, he's okay. That Compton album is that's that's some dark stuff there, man. I don't know what's going on with Compton. It's a it's an Anderson Pack album. That's what Compton is. It's all Anderson Pack, and he's awesome. But I don't want Anderson Pack on six tracks consecutively on any Dr. Dre album.
1: Well, like you, you invoked Anderson Pack, and I, I think that's sort of a roundabout way of me saying like the Soul Sonic Group is sort of like a versus in my mind. And the reason why I say that is like, I, I look at I look at versus like basically a celebration of the artists, and I don't I don't necessarily want to think like it's a competition, so when the artists are kind of like complimenting each other and keeping it classy, that's, that's what always gets me excited about verses. So I think like y'all yeah. y- y'all brought up like other acts that y'all might want to see. Like, yeah, I think, I think there's definitely a lot of verses I still would love to see, but um, again, I'm not, I'm not totally plugged in so far as, you know, what's, what's trending or what's now. So, I mean, you know, Only time will tell if 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 we'll even see some of those. Basically, I want
3: Kendrick Lamar on the verses. That's 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 the one I want to see come on. I mean, I've been this baby came and Kendrick Lamar that new track. Man, it, it 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 invokes like it it gives you that college vibe to it. That uh, that family ties track is hot. You know. It's like, you know, the thing with Kendrick is that's a love hate relationship. I hate the fact he's inconsistent with music, but when you do get a verse and this guy's, you know, the way this guy uses cadence and keeps changing his voice, it's ridiculous. I mean, it's like hmm. Eminem is the only other person, the only other rapper that does that. You know, you think about, like, you know, you talk about, who else who else like fights that guy? you talk about it, you see M fight Kendrick a little bit it would be interesting you know even though you know M's got a bigger library. but you know like you said before Kerry s one and uh, and Kane 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 doesn't have as much material as s one, but he but he put it together so well he's able to fight him off you know it's, a, it's like a heavyweight fight and he was able to actually get some good points in basically. and Kane was smooth mm. with it. I mean, I think anybody could be you know, any night versus if they if they put the material together the right way.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. It definitely gives vibes of a of a of a boxing match and you know, definitely you know figure out the best way, your best angle. Um yeah, I don't know I don't know. I guess I guess maybe like maybe on some final thoughts for like the whole versus conversation like, you know, is there anywhere anybody else that you think you'd like to see besides who we mentioned and I don't know like would you go to a versus like none of them has been locally here right i mean would that would that ever happen and if that happened would you would you actually go go buy a ticket to go see it i i wouldn't uh
2: and not because you know you know um i think they're, they're bad or 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 they're not always they're hit or miss just because i think there's a good place for them at home <laughs> you could, you know whether you're watching it live or you or you're catching it the next day you know especially in daddy life you know there's something when you work all day you come home guess what you're, cl- you're clocking into the next clock right you guys just did that you know and then you got to deal with the kids and then you put them down and then now you got some free time and you know what i can do i can watch versus. <laughs> perfect perfect
1: <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's totally fair i totally agree i i half of the verses that i've seen have been after the fact and the other half i have been able to see them live but it was sort of a hurdle to make it happen i think it's funny when you talk about the uh the reserve and premiere one that you know you took a break and you came back and they're still going so you know (laughs) when when you got moments like that you can definitely make it make work when that when at all possible um yeah, I mean like I definitely would love to see a Kendrick versus myself. I would love to see even like Lupe Fiasco in some way. I don't know if I'd pair him against K. Dot or not. I would definitely love to see um 3Stacks at some point as well. And shoot, like Common could bring it. I mean, you know, Common's undeniable, so I would I would think that he would he would easily be able to To match up with anybody, but I don't know. It just is it it just can go on forever and ever and ever. (laughs) You know, it's sort of like it's kind of like they are go
2: go ahead. ahead, I'm sorry. Well, no, no, you finish your thought.
1: No, I mean the only quick thought I was gonna have is like it's sort of like that feeling of you know, like when rappers would talk shit and battle and have beefs, right? And then they would talk about Will. Uh, let's let's put the shit out on pay-per-view and let's see let the fans decide. you know what I'm saying so it's sort of like that conversation has evolved into verses. and again I've, I've already admitted I'm not really vibing with that although people are still picking winners you know whether you think there's a clear winner or not you know what I'm saying so I think I think the whole concept of it is like this is a very bad analogy but I think about it like you know when you're playing with your action figures back in the day and you'd be like, Oh, well, what if I put the G.I. Joe inside the Millennium Falcon? And what'll happen? What if? And now we got these Disney Plus shows doing this shit. So oh, I mean okay. it's <laughs> like there always is gonna be the what if conversation. It just And guess what? I'm on board for all of it <laughs>
2: Put 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 snake eyes in the millennium park. And I'm right right there next to Chewie, baby. <laughs> oh, man
3: a Bad visual, man. You know, snake eyes, and then you know, oh man, that's a bad visual. It's like you got the Mandalorian showing up on G.I. Joe and stuff like that.
2: Yeah, let the Mandalorian smack around Duke. I'm I'm good with that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And take Scarlet. (laughs) Oh man. Yeah, Novak, you got any like final thoughts on verses in general?
3: I just think that, you know, I do agree. With you. I do agree with you on that. I think that, you know, at some point they got to wrap it up. I think that, you know, I think it's good. I think it was good for the culture during the pandemic because we were all like losing our mind and we were bored to be entertainment. We had to make sure that celebrities are still alive. So I think that versus gave me hope that there were still artists out there. There were good artists that we, you know, we grew up listening to I think that it was good for the culture because hip hop was doing something strange. You know, I mean, it's still doing something strange right now. The ad libs, the, the trap rappers, you know, um, New York sounds like Chicago right now. The South it's is dead. I, I don't know what's going on right now. I think, I think versus is reminded us that hip hop was once, you know, the golden era. It, it gave, it gave us that I'm alive feeling again. You know, we haven't had in a while. It also got, it also got Wu-Tang doing more concerts everywhere. So, you know, Versus mm-hmm. sparked like seeing Ghost and Ray around. They got the Three Chambers tour in Philly right now. So they're moving around right now again. It made hip it made these guys relevant again, even though they always been relevant to us. I, I think that there's good to come out of Versus, but I think when you start seeing these younger rappers, a little as for somebody versus, that's when it ends. That ain't called Versus no more. That's something else. You know, <laughs> that's a not. cash
0: grab.
2: Yeah, I agree. I agree there is though i saw the um on the um fat joe and uh ja there was a commercial for uh a d an actual dj battle on versus and i thought that was pretty interesting and they they gave like what the what the what the rules were are you know this you gotta you gotta put out this and that and and we're gonna judge you on this, that, and whatever. And I was, like when I saw that, I was like, okay, now that can be interesting. You're gonna switch it up a little bit. You're gonna take it away from the rap and you're gonna to go to the other part of the art, because you know, you can't, you can't have a rap, a rapper out there without the DJ, right? Two mic, you know, uh, two turntables and a microphone, right? So it's like, you know, it, now they're gonna go ahead and let the DJ kind of shine a little bit. And I thought, I think that's a cool little concept to play around with. But even that had a limit. You know, how much are you really gonna do that? How much are you really? Is that really gonna? How many people is that really gonna keep even watching? You know, someone like me will watch because I'm, you know, hey, I DJ, so I know there's something about that. But how many other people are really gonna sit there and watch that? I don't know. But it'll be interesting to see. Well, they're obviously, um, they're obviously, you know, keeping their heads in the lab, trying to like uh, conjure up a new, you know, you know, um, project for us all to watch and keep and keep coming back for more. So. Uh, but, you know, some you know all, all good things need to come to an end too at, at some point. Mm. And I agree. Like like little Nas X versus whoever, <laughs> little Dirk or <laughs> I, I'm not I'm not there. I'm not there. Not, <laughs> not watch it, not watch it. I'm probably not even going to read the article on it the next day. Nope. <laughs> even if the devil shows up.
0: <laughs>
1: Well, yeah. Well, I guess on the note of like, you know, knowing when to end things, I think, I think this is probably a good spot to kind of like conclude the conversation, but yeah, Wolf, man, it's been, it's been super amazing to have you on the show. Um, and I guess Novak, did you want to um, wrap us up here?
3: Yeah, definitely. Uh, Wolf, man. It's been awesome to have you on this show, man. Um, yeah, definitely got to get you back on here. I mean, I think, um, you know, versus yeah, it's been good and bad for the culture. I think that, you know, we're, you know, like you said, all good things come to an end in that situation. This is what I would vote for. You know, I say I want it to stay in 2021. I think the last verses should occur on New Year's Eve. And that should be the Ooh. end of verses. You know, leave it in 2021. I think that, you know, you're right. You know, as we start looking for people to put on verses, it's gonna get very lame. It's gonna get very weird. And I think that you know, the next steps in this, this universe is. Let it become a YouTube memory at this point. You know, I, I like what it did for the culture. It, it made me happy again about seeing the RZA again, maybe start watching Kung Fu flicks again on TV. But, you know, I think we got to move on. You know, I you know, really enjoyed having you on the show today. You know, I think that, you know, in the future, you know, if another platform does, does arise, I hope it's MCs taking on MCs. I want to see MC battles. I want that to go mainstream. It should have went mainstream many years ago, but it still has not uh-huh. got there yet. Or DJ battles, professional DJ battles. Not, not Uncle Ted in the crate and, and, and the two uh, project, uh, CD project tables he got right now. I want to see real technique tables. coffins, everything. So I think that, you know, the route that calls out this show versus good for the culture. gave us what he wanted. Now I'm ready to move on. I want to thank everybody for listening you know hip-hop hip-hop heads you now we're on itunes we're on uh apple we're on spotify anywhere you can download podcasts we're there and i want to thank everybody for listening and please in verses on um, 12 31 2021 thanks
0: the recognized thresholds of negative living referee in my head need a sedative I'm trying to dedicate, but you want to let it live Tryna to end this shit for good like a predicate one day you delicate, then you all aggro. Talking facts, bro, it ain't about them stats, ho. Went back like Hasbro's, you don't know the half, bro. Fillin' with a stash, bro, now you just an asshole. Cause when the stack's low, who gon' hold you down, bro? Now how that sound, bro? Knowing you's a clown, bro. Thought you was down for everything we round for. But you steady, running your mouth like a sound soundbolt. Wish we could turn back time to the good days when our mama sang is asleep but now we so afraid I don't regurgitate I just keep them wide awake when I crush kill destroy call it premeditate yeah what's up
2: why you gonna stress me now how you gonna stress me down why you gonna stress me how you really
3: want to stress me why you gonna stress me now how you gonna stress me down why you gonna stress me how you really wanna
0: stress me? not looking for no smoke only looking for a poke yeah she thought she af dope but she really just a joke i ain't trying to hate i low-key just tell like it is fake is gone fake